Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens, and whew, what a fun week it has been on so many levels in the world of sports, uh, on the show, personal. I hope you guys had a great week as well. I'm excited for today's show for a few different reasons. Number one, we got an ultimate interview that we did that I can't wait for you guys to see. And secondly, as you guys saw, I got my locker finally built to, to, to have on my set to utilize as a different feel. And I got plans for this thing. So you guys stay tuned on what I got coming in regards to the CO2 locker. Anyway, look, like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. And man, what a, a start to week two in the NFL. Last night's Thursday night action between the Washington football team and the New York Giants was nothing short of, a, of another amazing football game. This, man, the start of this NFL season has been crazy. I, I just love that it feels like it's more of an equal playing field. You don't know. You know, guys are making these picks. Hey, football fever. <laughs> Each and every week, again, don't forget now, football fever, turning your picks. It's hard to determine who you're picking. Everyone's got a shot. But I'm going to tell you the difference in this game. Missed opportunities. Penalties. Right? I talk about it all the time. In football, penalties and turnovers are the, is the number one stat that determines wins and losses. You know, Getting field goals, it's cool. It's putting points on the board. But you're missing out. You're leaving, you're leaving four points out there. If you have an opportunity to have scored a touchdown, which the Giants did, right, on that long Jones run, called back, holding, field goal. The drop touchdown pass. It's, it's those opportunities, right? You, you, it's, it is the game of inches. It really is. And if you miss on the opportunities that, that you – that were there, number one, right? On the flip side, if you take advantage of those opportunities like Washington did, look, man, at the end of the game, field goal, they miss it. All sides. Discipline. Discipline is the name of the game because with discipline, you're not going to turn the ball over. You're going to have great ball security. It's a discipline thing, right? Discipline wins games, man. And so to me, that was the difference maker in this one. But shout out uh, to the Washington football team, man. Residency and high nickel is what they're calling them. Heineke, uh, former XFL quarterback, is making a name for himself in the NFL. He may have just bought himself another, another game, another week, because I know there was talks of uh, Rivera bringing back his former quarterback, Cam Newton. So we'll see what happens there. You know I love talking football, but we got to move on. All right, hey, good luck to our Rainbow Warrior football team tomorrow as they take on San Jose State, right? First conference game of the season. Hey, first three games is done. It's behind us. We got to move forward, and it's a one-game season. Right? That's the approach. It's a one-game season. And, you know, I'd like to think we got the edge. You know, we're at home. I'd like to have seen fans in the stands, you know, at least the parents, 
You know, that would have gave these boys a, a little extra fight, a little extra dig. That's what it takes. You know, that's what it takes when, when things aren't going your way. I'm telling you, football is like that. You could be at home. You could be comfortable. You could think you got the advantage, but, but something happens in a game, and, like, you, you, you sort of, like, tap out. Like, when I say tap out, like, you, you're not thinking about, hey, I'm, I'm home or I'm on the road. It's, it's you're in the moment. You're in that football games, and things kind of come in and out. It's a mental game. So, so the more that we can gain that mental edge, like if we had our parents in the stands, right? That little extra, mm, I got my mom, I got my dad, my brothers, they're watching, right? I, 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 I want to make them proud. That little extra, mm, could help someone dig a little deeper, like I said, and, and actually break through that tackle. Get that extra inch. It matters. And so... You know, with that, like, I still feel as if, hey, we're the home team. San Jose State has to travel. Hey, we got the edge, but we got our work cut out for us. These guys are a good football team. And so, look, I just wish, I wish the boys good luck, man. I, I want to see Calvin Turner Jr. touch it 20 times. Let's go. All right, we're going to have a game. Good luck, boys. Steven Sai has an article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser on University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior defensive end Ote Baker and Steven Sai is calling it the end game begins with Baker on those uh, ends as he is a, uh, a force uh, in, the, in the pass rushing game and that's something that the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football team emphasized in the offseason that they were looking to get so to dive deeper into that story make sure you guys check out Steven Sai's article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Damien football team is building a culture despite its small numbers. Uh, and this story is by Paul Honda. You guys definitely want to check this out. And this reminds me of my time in high school at Roosevelt. We didn't always have the biggest numbers, but the culture in which we built, the tight bonds, that tight-knit group that we built is what made us stronger. It's what made us better. It's, it's what made us one. And on any football team, any sports team, really, uh, you need to have that togetherness. And so this is a great article. And I appreciate Paul Honda for putting this one out. And just to the Damien football team, I know you guys have been through some adversity, right? But adversity, like what I say, adversity fuels me. So let that fuel you guys. Let that bring you guys closer together as you move forward in this season. I told you in the intro. Ultimate interview with ultimate surfer finalist Zeke Lau. Man, first of all, Zeke, congratulations, brother. Um, you know, for us in Hawaii, we would expect nothing less for a Hawaii-born surfer to be in the finals in this thing. I know it's you. It's Koa Smith. I know it's going to be an epic battle. So, uh, but what's, what was epic? is this interview. So I want you guys check this out. Aloha everyone, it's your boy CO2. I'm here with brother Zeke. Wow, thanks for joining us, bro. Pro surfer, uh, we over here at Magic Island. And before this sit down, before this interview, I actually had to jump in the water over rocks, I had to catch a couple waves and channel my inner Zeke Lau, who you guys should be watching the ultimate surfer right now where this guy 
is the ultimate surfer. And so, Zeke, with that, bro, thanks for joining us on the CO2 Rundown. How you doing, brother? Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm stoked. Yeah, man. So, I'm going to dive right into that. The ultimate surfer. What is the ultimate surfer? As far as, like, what? not, not necessarily the show right now, but what makes the ultimate surfer? For me, the ultimate surfer is someone that can go out and surf anything from 2 to 20 feet. You know, they can just go out there and just ride the ocean on any craft, any, you know, anything. They can just go out there and it's their playground. That's what the ultimate surfer means to me. That's amazing. <laughs> um, now, how did you even get on the show? Take us, take us back and, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was a super random thing that kind of just popped up. And um, I had actually previously fallen off the world tour the year before. And I was looking at my next year, and my schedule was just wide open. You know, I was just finding certain things, different things to do that I actually couldn't do since I was, you know, traveling and chasing contests all over the world for so long. Um, but, you know, my year was open. Actually, one of my uh, team managers from Quicksilver reached out to me with this opportunity of maybe doing a casting for this show on ABC. And my first instinct was like, no way I'm doing a reality TV show. Like, that's not my, that's not my style. I don't think I can do that, blah, blah, blah. But... You know, since he reached out to me, I just said, you know, I'll give it a chance. I'll just check it out, and then if anything, I'll just back out. But, you know, I did the whole casting, and next thing you know, the pandemic hit, and there's nothing else going on, so I just rolled with it. Showtime. I mean, reality TV star. But, okay, so so you're in, you make it, obviously. You've made it. You're on the show. Partner with uh, Malia, mm -hmm. who is the daughter of, uh, you know, world, uh, California you know what, uh, was he a world yeah, champ? Yeah, he's a California legend. legend. I mean, he's just been on tour for a long time. He's uh, His name's Chris Ward. He's just yeah, a big Chris name Ward. in the sport. So um, he's just someone to be respected. He's been a long, around for a long time, and uh, his daughter is actually on the show, so it's pretty awesome. So the daughter of a, of a world-renowned, well-respected surfer out of Cali just so happens gets, gets partnered with, with, <laughs> with Zeke Lau. I don't know if that's coincidence. I, I don't know. But being on the show now, you know, how was it? balancing reality TV and then having to actually like go out there and compete and surf and, and do all of these activities like what what was that like yeah Being that was, this is your first time something you didn't exactly. even really want to do but find yourself doing it yeah I felt like I was really outside my comfort zone but you know I kind of made me focus in more on the surfing part because then when I was going into it I was like you know this is what I'm going to focus on this is what I'm going to put my energy into everything else I'll just manage as best I can and not really worry about it too much and I kind of just rolled with everything else as if, you know, I was just taking it as it come. And um, if anything, if anything got weird, I just shifted back to the surfing part. But it was actually an awesome experience. And I actually got to learn a lot about myself and how I deal with certain situations. And just to be on camera 24-7 for that long, it was, it was pretty insane. But you just had to, um, you just had to be on the whole time. That's what's up, man. And that's, and that's again, it, you know, life, life is about being challenged and not that surfing pipe and uh, chopu <laughs> isn't enough of a challenge bro but there's like you talked about being outside of our comfort zone yeah and it takes that sometimes to, for us to get that personal growth you talked about in 2018-19 pre-pandemic where you sort of fell off do you feel like this show um, and and everything that's transpired because of that has sort of lit a new fire a new motivation uh, a new growth within yourself yeah, 100%. I mean, I think I feel like, you know, coming towards the end of right before I fell off tour, I was kind of searching for that already. So then with it kind of ending and me being in a little different situation, it allowed me to just open myself up to more stuff. And, you know, like I said, I was able to get out of my comfort zone, learn a little bit more about myself. And now I feel like I have a 
second win and I'm you know I feel just refreshed about the whole thing and refreshed about surfing I'm more excited now so um, I think if anything it just did good it wasn't the plan but that's just how everything transpired and it's, it was awesome that's awesome and sometimes it's those unplanned events in life that sort of that you don't expect kind of just it's what you needed at yeah. that time so I'm glad to hear that but word on the street is, bro, when you showed up, there was like there was like a little bit of an intimidation factor. Like you walked in the room, Zeke Lau, <laughs> big Hawaiian surfer. This is the man out here. Um, and I guess in sports, there is that intimidation factor. For me, yeah, football, basketball. You look at the like, size of people, just sort of kind of you can win or lose that mental battle. How much does that come into play? In the world of surfing, in the world of surfing, I feel like that doesn't happen as often. There's a few guys here and there that kind of have that that presence, but um, surfing's more of just like a. There's a bunch of cruisers, you know. Everyone just loves surfing and the feel, and it's like a rhythm thing. So you don't really need that intimidation factor. But for me, I grew up with like a land sport background. My whole family plays land sports. My dad's a football coach, yep. so former UH football player. Yeah, so I kind of just grew up in that environment, you know, and. I just kind of carried that into surfing. And then I look at, you know, guys like Sonny Garcia, you know, those guys were my role models and who I looked up to. And Sonny had that presence. So if anything, I'm just trying to, you know, carry the torch for him. That's what's up. Um, can you give us any insight of what's going on in this next couple episodes? We're a few episodes <laughs> in, the ultimate surfer. Everyone wants to know, everyone's expecting you to, you know, become out of this thing victorious. Like a couple episodes coming up Monday, Tuesday. Well, Monday, let's start with Monday. What can we expect? What's 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 gonna? Can you give us anything? Well, you can expect always just some competitiveness. You know, anything I'm doing, no matter if I'm actually surfing or doing some type of challenge, I'm gonna go out there to compete, whatever it is. And sometimes it's a little embarrassing watching myself compete because I'm just so intense. But that I'm tug of war, that tug of war paddle, bro, you was you was stroking. I did bro. not, I did not want to lose. You know, I was, I was gonna empty the tank. And I think uh, Cole heard me say to my team, I was like, we win or die here. I'm not losing. <laughs> Win or die. It was it was good fun, but you know, for me, that's just that's the only way I know how to do it. I go in 100%, and that's what you can expect from me. 100% competition. I'm here to win, and you know, that's that's my plan. That's what's up. All right, so coming out of this, where we are right now, we talked prior to this. You, you're, you're getting ready to to sort of gear up for for, for contests again and getting getting ready to qualify for the world tour. Becoming a world champ is that is that top of mind right now? Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm on a I'm in a rebuilding stage, but I feel like you know I had a little time to sit back and reflect on everything, and I was able to make some changes. And you know, I want to go for a world title. I mean, the first step is committing to it from the the day you decide like that's what I'm going to do. And you know, I've been taking every step forward to do that. And my first step is going to be making it back on the world championship tour next year. And right there, I'll get my shot. So. You know, that's where all my focus and all my energy is going into right now. And um, I'm just really stoked that I might have another opportunity. Appreciate you, man, for coming on. I know you're busy. I know you're in that grind mode right now. And uh, we can't wait to check out. Yeah, thank you, guys. Appreciate We're it. on. Thanks, man. Oh, uh, let everybody know right here where they can follow you, how they can keep up with you in your preparation and process while getting ready to become a world champ. You guys can follow me, Zeke Lau, on Instagram. Also, I have a YouTube channel that I just started. We actually just made one year. Um, it's Zeke Unleashed on YouTube. Look us up. Um, I'll be 
you know, taking you guys along for the journey the whole time. So if you can check me out on that, that'll be good. Always subscribe to the channel, like my videos, leave comments. I'll comment back. And thank you guys all for all the support and the love. Appreciate it. That's it. Mahalo, guys. And that is it for today's show. Man, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. You, you heard my passion today. I, I, I love this. I'm excited about this. And I hope you all are as well. I love where we're going. And so, like I said, I got some exciting things coming for you guys. Can't wait to bring you into the CO2 locker. Look, enjoy the weekend. Like I always encourage you to do, reset, relax, recover. And I'll see you all. Come Monday. All of us.